Hi friends, welcome to Life with Love podcast. We all have a story to tell. Here's ours. Welcome to the 18th episode of season 1. Season 1, episode 18. Not fitting the mold. In the last episode, I talked to you about the healthcare system in France, and I briefly mentioned my experience filing my papers to have my carte vitale or the French health card. I think it's time to talk about this now. Are you ready? Here's my experience. So my dad is French and my mom is Filipino. I grew up in the Philippines and in 2011, I decided to move to France with my husband and my daughter. But I came here alone first. My husband and my daughter stayed in the Philippines because my mother-in-law was dying of a cancer at the time and we wanted them to spend as much time together as possible. In my first year here, I lived with my sister and her family. I was looking for work left and right. My first priority was getting my French administrative papers. First, the CAF, which stands for Caisse des Allocations Familiales, and it represents a great form of financial support in France, varying from support for young children to social security and housing benefits, just to name a few. My sister knows someone who works at the CAF, and together we worked on my papers and filed. In my papers, I declared that I was married and had a child. All was okay for now. The next priority was my Sécurité Sociale, which is the French health insurance system. It is funded through social contributions and taxes. It is composed of four sections and works with the CAF. The sections are family, so early childhood, youth, housing, social integration. Second, old age, retirement, widowhood, loss of autonomy. Then accidents and illnesses occurring at work. And finally, illness, so healthcare, circuit, pregnancy, disability, and death. In France, it is important to have a Sécurité Sociale number, and it is a requirement when applying for a job. When you're living or working in France for more than three months, you are eligible for the French national health coverage. Your French social security number is created automatically when you apply for the health insurance. Sounds pretty easy, right? Well, that wasn't the case for me. So I booked an appointment at the Sécurité Sociale office with my form all filled up. I was feeling super confident and I thought everything would be fine, only to be told by an agent that it wouldn't work. The reason why? My husband and my daughter were in the Philippines. To the agent, let's call him Mr. Not-So-Nice Guy, I couldn't apply for a number because I had declared in my CAF papers that I was married and had a child, which is true. But when he asked me where they were, I answered they were in the Philippines, which was also true. So to him, I was separated. And that wasn't true. Maybe geographically separated, but we were still married and very much together. To him, I should have just written that I was separated on my papers. But when I later talked to the calf lady, she said it was absurd because I was married and not separated. He refused my file and told me to go home. What the hell was happening? So I couldn't work in France because I had no number to give, which is why I started working in Luxembourg. I, a French citizen, could not get a Sécurité Sociale number in France, but I had a Luxembourg Sécurité Sociale number. How absurd is that, right? So I went back home to my sisters that day feeling really disappointed and also very confused. Why did it have to be so complicated, I asked myself. I just wanted my number and work like everyone else and not be stuck at home doing nothing. My sister was dumbfounded, so we booked another appointment, and this time she came with me. We waited for a number to be called, and surprise, surprise, (laughs) it was Mr. Not-So-Nice Guy again. There were six or eight offices, but of course, it had to be his. 
Has your situation changed? Are your husband and daughter still in the Philippines? He demanded. No. And yes. Okay, so there's nothing I can do for you then. Application denied. My sister refused to leave his office. She wanted answers, clear answers. Why was he refusing her baby sister's application for a Sécurité Sociale? I am French after all. Isn't it supposed to be automatic? And what happens if I have a health problem? What happens if I break my leg on the way to work, if I need to see a doctor? What happens then? His answer was, it is because I am French and that there is a strict protocol to follow, that I just couldn't apply for a number because on his computer, he couldn't declare that my husband and my daughter were in the Philippines. Simply put, we didn't fit the mold. But really? Was I the only woman in France who was geographically separated from her husband and daughter? I don't think so. I had to drag my sister out of his office because I could tell she wanted to throw something. Devastated, we drowned our sorrows in chocolates later that day. So I went on for weeks without any social security up until the universe decided that enough was enough. At that time, my sister was renovating her late grandma's house and she hired a tiler. One day, she had an appointment and so she asked me if I was working and if not, could I cook lunch for the tiler and eventually eat with him? I did and during our meal, he mentioned that I looked a bit stressed. In other words, I look like shit. So I mentioned that yes, I was stressed and went on to tell him my social security dilemma. And just like that, his face lit up. I could see the stars in his eyes and he said, mm, I think I can help you. Really? How? Turns out he was also laying tiles in another home. And guess whose it was? The director of the social security branch office of our region. Aha, there it was, the universe helping me. So he talked to the director who nicely told him that he would call me the day after. He did, and during our phone call, he told me to fill the form, the same one I had burned out of anger weeks ago, to book an appointment at the office and to mention his name. Let's call him Mr. X. I did all of that, and guess what? I was again called into Mr. Not-So-Nice-Guy's office, but this time, the ball was in my court. When I first entered his office, he recognized me right away, looked a bit pissed, and disrespectfully tried to shoo me away with his hand. My situation has changed, I announced. Ah bon? Really? He looked at my file and said impatiently, It looks the same to me. Yes, the content is the same. But do you happen to know Mr. X? Um, he's my manager. Why do you ask? Well, I'm here today thanks to him. He's expecting my file and expects you to do me right. Oh, all right. Yes, I understand, he said as he swallowed hard. He closed my file, wrote three words on a post-it, Mr. X and priority, before sticking it on my file. Needless to say, I went out of his office with a huge smirk on my face. And guess what? Three days later, I received my Sécurité Sociale number by mail. So that's that. <laughs> I can laugh about it now because it's all in the past, but what an experience that was. And the worst is that it's not the only one. <laughs> but 
Before we end today's episode, I just wanted to share some of the thoughts and reactions I received from the last episode. So the question was, what's the healthcare system like in your country? And here are some of the answers I got on Instagram. So Melmel underscore with love said that she feels that in Canada, it's getting worse. On the other hand, Angie.loves.keto said that in Belgium, it is really okay. Sarah Hart underscore life is in England And she shared that it's not perfect there, but she thinks that they do have it pretty good in comparison to other countries. Sam's foodie life didn't mention where she's from, but she feels that the healthcare system in her country isn't as good as it was pre-COVID. And that specifically is in regards to the medical care itself and the financial aspect. Mama Fik underscore lives in Sweden, and she says that they have universal health coverage. And lastly, Sune underscore Matt Gledder, oh, I'm so sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name, um, lives in Norway and thinks that their system is very good. So she says, we pay a small deductible, but beyond that, we have free medical care and free good hospitals. Most medication for chronic diseases are free. After the deductible of a year of approximately 3,000 Norwegian krone um, has been paid. So there may be a waiting period for some treatments, but mostly it works well. I'm happy for the system we have. It's paid by the tax on income everyone has to pay. Well, that sounds great. And if you're happy, that's the most important thing. Make sure to check our Instagram account if you want to see the contributors' profiles. Thanks again. The question... Have you ever lived in another country? So that's the end of today's episode. Thank you for listening and for contributing. Please don't hesitate to leave us messages and questions on our Facebook or Instagram accounts. You can also check out our blog, alifewithlove.com, for videos and photos. I share there in link to the post. You can also check out our blog, alifewithlove.com, for videos and photos. I share there in link to the podcast episodes. We have a Patreon account if you want to support our podcast or any of our other content creation. Head over to patreon.com slash alifewithlove. You can support us for as low as one euro per month. Thank you very much, my dear listeners. Take care and always remember, la vie est belle.